started this journey some weeks ago because there is nothing as terrible as being found wanting on the day of reckoning. Remember that there were ten virgins, but the Bible called five wise, and he called five foolish. Why were five called foolish? He said that they had their lamps, but they didn't have oil. The other five had both lamb and oil. That tells you just being morally right is not enough. Amen. You have to have a functioning manifestation of the oil of the Holy Spirit on your life. You don't have to have a spiritual office. You just have to be a son of God. Amen. And in the first message, you've already learned what it takes to be a son. If God cannot correct you and you receive it joyfully, he says you are a bastard and not a son. And I told you that this kingdom is filled with bastards. That's why God can't get anything done. But one son of God can bring the whole nation down. Amen. Hallelujah. A man in touch with God. Glory to God. I mean, we were talking about it and talking about how Islam is taking over the UK and Prince Charles saying that he's a defender of faith. I said, when, when I didn't understand, I would have been troubled or impressed. I said, oh, all England needs is one son of God. Amen. A man in touch with God can say, Thus saith the Lord. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I was watching last Sunday service, and I was, you know, reliving the testimony of Governor Cuomo of New York. Hallelujah. How we stood in front of his house and said, In the name of the God that you defied. I unseat you, and I remove you from your governor's seat. And three weeks later, it happened. That was worth that jet trip to Albany, New York. And the fuel it cost me. One son of God. That's why you must desire to be a glory carrier. It's not enough to be a Christian. Hallelujah. Because the Bible tells you in the book of Philippians that there's so many antichrists in the church. Amen. Don't think that the person sitting next to you is going to heaven. You don't know. They're in church. But that doesn't mean they're going. God knows those that are his. Glory to God. But when you are sure that you are, you are his, you can celebrate. I am not celebrating my cars or my houses or my lands. I am celebrating that my name is written. Hallelujah. 
in the Lamb's book of life. And I will hear him call my name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so God said to me that the revival that is to come, it's not a revival of preaching, but it'll be a revival of the glory. But he said, warn my children, because so many will die, fooling with the glory. That's why I started teaching glory etiquette. You have to honor God in anything you do. So teach these things so you don't have funerals in church. Sometimes it's easy to take things for granted. That's human nature. You see now, if some great celebrity comes here now, you know, all the outdoor worshipers will get excited, you know, and all of that. And then you get excited for, for him for that day. Then he comes the next day. Oh, you're somewhat excited. Then he comes the next time. Oh, that's just him coming. That's human nature. That's why the Father has purpose that he will never come down to us. He sent Jesus. And he's not coming down. And the Bible says after, when you get to heaven, his throne will be higher than the heavens. He's still not coming down. Because he knows us. When you get to heaven, you will still look up to his throne. Hallelujah. He said he is higher than the heavens. Glory to God. He said, teach my children my ways. Because the glory that is to come will take many of them, will take many of them out. You have to know how to honor the Lord. I told you that we were at Glory fall, and we were supposed to meet at, is it 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. And then I looked through the pinhole of the door, and all my leaders were outside my door waiting. And God said to me, tell them that I'm honored, that they will come and wait for me. Are you hearing me? And as soon as I opened the door and they came in, and the moment I mentioned it, the fire of God fell on all of them. And the whole place was littered with bodies on the floor. And this heat showed up. That's the realm we are into now. Hallelujah. The pride of man will be cut down. All this Mickey Mouse stuff God will no longer tolerate. He said, you wait for me. You wait for me. Hallelujah. And so, we've looked at, we've looked at how the ark of God was in Abinadab's house for 20 years at a minimum. And the man never got blessed. His children never got blessed. Yet the ark of God was in his house. When I make jokes that I am Davidic, but you have to know the reason I say I'm Davidic is not for the jokes I make. 
Because it was David that taught me how to live under a soul and win. It was David that showed me how to live under rejection and serve God anyway. When most people will be so embittered. Because you cannot imagine that the prophet came to your house to anoint a king. And they went through all your siblings. And nobody was chosen. And nobody remembered you. Not your daddy. Not your mama. Not any of your siblings. It was the prophet that said, don't you have another son? It's oh, there is one. These are the things that take people out in church. You don't know how to handle rejection and serve God anyway. Glory to God. I, I, I'm, I'm telling, retelling you things I've told you before, but the Holy Spirit is recalling it. So when you go to the genealogy of Jesus, in the book of Matthew, he said that Jesus, the son of David, before the son of Abraham, you see how they line up the spirit reign. It's not in the natural line. It is those that are able to produce Jesus on the earth. Hallelujah. Most believers don't know that God chose you. So that you can produce Jesus. You can manifest Jesus in your family line. Hallelujah. Who am I preaching to? Eh? You, you, you get a sense of the purpose for your pain. You are supposed to manifest the son of God in your rejection. In your pain. In your trouble. That's the way the kingdom is arranged. Otherwise, we have flukes and flakes everywhere. So David was in the backside of the wilderness, worshiping, singing psalms. When he could have been over there murmuring and complaining, I'm the only one that's always keeping the sheep. Nobody cares about me. Nobody even comes to check on him. He went through fighting the lion and the bear alone. None of his siblings came to help. How many of you can't get anything done because you keep looking sideways? Well, I'm the only one doing this. Nobody's helping me. He's handed on the other. That's why Jesus has not been manifest yet. And any demon can come along and clobber you. Talking in tongues. Learn what I'm teaching you. And a revolution will begin. Hallelujah. I say it again. Learn what I'm teaching you, and a revolution will begin. Mm. And they said, There's one out there in the wilderness. Samuel said, Go and get him. But look at this. You you will not sit down until he arrives. I love how God makes his point. I mean, and everybody had to stand. Until David came. <laughs> it's not like this day and time where everybody jumps up and says, I'm, I'm a prophet or I'm this and that. If you pray for somebody and they get healed, you print a card immediately. You're a healing evangelist. 
but, but in those days, the oil for the anointment of the king is sealed. And the way you know who the king is, is when you hold the oil before him, God will break the seal himself. If the seal doesn't break, that's a fake. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm telling you? So, so when, when Samuel saw uh, was it Abinadab or whatever his name was, the first son, he said, the Lord's anointed is before him. He said, mm-hmm. God said, don't look at him now. I've rejected him. I'm looking at his heart. He's not my king. The oil won't break. You can go. Try. But when David came, and the glory is about to happen to you now. The glory, the glory from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Receive. Hallelujah. Fire in this place. Fire. Fire in this place. Fire. Fire in this place. Fire. Fire. Oh. Fire. Fire. Mashataraba. Mengre. Mengre. Fire. In Jesus' name, fire, fire. I bless you and the child in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Feel in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Oh. The glory is here. The glory is here. say in the circular world, they say prevention is better than cure. I just heard that. And that helped me understand that the glory that just came on you as I'm speaking is a glory that prevents things. Hallelujah. You should say, Lord, wash me over. Drench me in it. Let no devil touch my life, my body. My mind. Hallelujah. 
Yeah. Your name is Mia, isn't it? Receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. You've already got double dose. It looks like you want another one. Take it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Come on. Grab your own. Grab your own now. Whatever Satan has purpose, the glory is stopping it now. The glory is preventing it now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever it is you're afraid of, God just sent the glory to keep your fear from overtaking you. You need to pray on it now. And say, may this glory stop this evil that I'm afraid of. I will no longer fear, for the Lord is with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. A table is prepared before my enemies. You anointest my head with oil. My cup is running over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Have a seat. I want to further a little bit more into this message before I close the service. Now watch. You should desire to be Davidic in your mindset. And David became king after 13 years of running for his life from Saul. Saul hunted him for 13 years. Then Judah made him king. 
for seven years. Isn't that 20 years? Uh Don't you see how my life goes? 20 years. 20 years. Watch. Finally, all Israel made him king. And David went to worship and discovered that the worship of God has been a shame. That the Ark of the Covenant was not in the tabernacle. So what was the priest doing all those times? You mean he was faking? He will offer the sacrifice on the Day of Atonement and take the blood and go into a dark Holy of Holies with no Ark, no glory. And it was a sham. And that's what's going on in Christianity of today. Shams. Church, but no glory. Church, but Jesus is not present. Church. Just a Sunday tradition. And people making speeches with no testimony. Hallelujah. You ought to be tired of religion. Moses said to God, if you don't go with us, then don't send us. I don't want to go. If you are not going to be with us. I told you. If I ever go to glory. And the people that will pastor this church. Start that mess. I'm going to shock you all. I'm going to show up here in one day. And you all will run for your life. I will chase him off that podium. And pick somebody. That will carry the juice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's a resident glory. Come here. Let me show you something. I just saw this. Watch. Stand there. I'll walk close to him. See what will happen. Look at that. It's resident. Beloved, this is a clarion call for you to determine that you will not worship the Lord except in spirit and in truth. You want the presence of God, tangible presence of God. Once in my old church, the music ministry went to Texas for this uh, worship summit. Excuse me, I was wondering what in the world is going on here? God was so distant from that place. And they were saying the right words. I'm talking about the glory of God, but there was nothing present. They had a, a you know, great man of God. He came and took us through series of, you know, stories in the scriptures and relating to worship and, and David and all of this. And they were hailing it as some great ministry, but there was nothing in the atmosphere. The whole thing was so mistimed in every dimension. Do you know I left that meeting? I don't know if I went to use the restroom or whatever, and the Holy Spirit said, look at your phone. 
And I looked at my phone, and we thought we were traveling the next day, and our Delta flight back to Atlanta was only like two, three hours away. I had to run into the conference and get everybody out of it and get them to their rooms, and we ran to the airport and made the flight to come home. <laughs> That's how gloryless the thing was. What are you going, what's going on in your church? What's going on in your family? Where's the glory? David came to the throne and said, no, 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 I'm not going to join this sham worship. Hmm? No ark of the covenant. So the high priest was doing the day of atonement. He will, they will kill the animal and put the uh, blood on the horns of the altar and then pour down in the base of the altar as the, as the Lord commanded. He touches his earlobe and all the stuff is to touch. And he goes into the Holy of Holies, knowing there's no ark there because the Holy of Holies didn't have any natural light. They say it was the, the light of God's glory descending on, on the ark. And there was nothing in there. So he was faking. Eh? How can you stand before people talking about a God that you cannot contact when you pray yourself? Who is fathering you? What spirit is prophesying to the people? Because you can't be prophesying. Preachers need to repent and come back to God and find the presence of God. So when two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Mm -hmm. You have to gather. In for, your purpose for gathering should be him, not to meet someone or to get married or to make a business contact or to join some social club or whatever it is your purpose is. No, you have to come for him. And he will show up and bless our lives. That's what I celebrate at resurrection. We come for him. The glory is in the worship. The glory is in the message. The glory is testifying constantly. That's why I'm amazed when people rebel against it and get more down. I don't understand the dumbness of the whole thing. But the glory is here. Receive it. That glory is here right now. Receive it in Jesus' name. Let it wash over you as it's washing over me. Let it touch your life as it's touching me. Let it open doors for you as it's opening doors for me. Let it deliver you as it's delivering me now. In Jesus' name, amen. Call 770-994-3777. The water is stirred. Jump in. Get blessed. Let God father you. Let your destiny be rescued from the hand of the enemy. Doesn't matter how you've messed up. The grace of God is here to help you get it back. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Don't forget Jessica's album. I wish I had the, the artwork with me here, but it's on your screen. Let there be light. Ooh, she even put my, my voice in that track in the message I preached. Amen. Chaos, darkness everywhere, but the Spirit of God. I so said, that's why you need to stay anointed, no matter what's going on. Because at any moment God speaks, light will come, victory will come, breakthrough will come. Amen. Doesn't matter how you're struggling, there's a day of deliverance. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. We celebrate together. Amen. In Jesus' name. All right, let's keep rolling for the rest of the week. God bless you. See you tomorrow.